Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. And now, Dear John. Dear John, time to up your game. Maybe you should eat an egg. Worked for Drew Ott, sincerely Jake in the 515. Okay, Jake, I'll eat an egg. No big deal. Ott eats uh, raw eggs, shell, and all. I'm not doing that crap. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. Keith Murphy with John Sears, who probably wishes about now he had not just eaten a hard-boiled egg. How's, how's that? That's a little full. So. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, this is the week we waited for, and if you've been on the uh, Sound Off Twitter feed, at SoundOff13, or on SoundOff's uh, Sound Off Nation on Facebook. The Smack Talk is underway. Let's get it it's going. 282-9010 is the number. Sound Off survey at whotv.com and on Sound Off Nation. Which team impressed you more Saturday? Cyclones or Hawkeyes? Pretty simple. Yeah, simple question. Hot topic. First impressions of Iowa, Iowa State, even you and I. What did you think? 515-282-9010. Time for us to tell you what we think. Hmm. <clears throat> How great is it having college football back? Put aside concussion concerns, runaway cost, and coaching hot seats, and just enjoy some good old-fashioned football. As RVTV rolls across Iowa, we have just what we want. Fans on both sides who think they can win Saturday's big game. In Iowa City, football history. A fake field goal received a standing ovation and the fake failed. That's how excited Hawkeye fans are to see Kirk Ferentz 2.0. Iowa had a completely different vibe and it worked its way around the crowd like a burrito lift. Imaginative play calling, actual running backs running, and a defense that shut down a slippery quarterback. Iowa did what a Big Ten team should, dominate a good FCS team. Michigan Jake Rudock looked like Iowa Jake Rudock. And though no thoughtful person wants to see a stand-up guy like Jake struggle, it did reinforce Iowa now has the right trigger man. C.J. Beathard makes plays Jake Rudock can't. Now, it appears Beathard's football mind caught up to his lively arm. More fans packed the Jack than Kinnick for the first time since dirt. Jack Tri Stadium looked fantastic. The South End Zone, New Jumbotron, and Video Ribbon give the stadium a big-time feel. Now fans want a big-time team. Not close yet, but a big step in the right direction. Iowa State in general, and Paul Rhodes in particular, had to win that game, had to, must win, can't lose. That came with considerable pressure, and guys like me applied it 
by being honest. Not always pretty, but ISU also did what it should do, wear down and beat down a good FCS team. Like Iowa, ISU could have won by a wider margin, but for the Cyclones, that's not what matters. Win. Had to win. Early, Sam Richardson looked like a quarterback who needed hypnotizing just to remember the last time he won a game. If you don't think losing shakes confidence, you never played sports or life. Richardson looked timid, held the ball too long, and wobbled through a shaky first half. Richardson found his feet, and so did the Cyclones. He's the key, and he has playmakers like Alan Lazard. We forget how good Lazard is. He could have played anywhere. He chose Iowa State. Find ways to get the football in his hands more. Punt returns, fine. Risking injury, yes, but who is it? ISU's lack of depth stands out like a turd in the punch bowl. Mm. The clones need to take chances and stay healthy. Dale Pearson and the D look faster, better. Two teams enter undefeated. One walks out that way. Cyhawk showdown, let's go. Keith, I think Iowa State's win over UNI is a huge weight lifted off of Paul Rhodes' shoulders. The Cyclones did what all Power 5 teams should do to an FCS opponent, win. I'll be honest, after the first quarter, I could almost feel the wrath building inside of Iowa State fans, but the Cyclones didn't panic. They forced turnovers and made key plays even when they weren't playing great. It took a half for Sam Richardson and the offense to get rolling, but the confidence gained in the third and fourth quarter is huge heading into next week. And speaking of Richardson, I think he'll throw the ball 40-plus times against the Hawks. Ooh. I think Mark Farley made a mistake in leaving Aaron Bailey in the game too long at quarterback. I understand what Farley was thinking. Use the scrambling quarterback that can create problems with his legs. The problem is, Bailey was no threat to throw the ball downfield. Sawyer Cole Morgan would have given UNI a better chance to win. I think the Hawkeyes had their best season opening game in a long time. C.J. Beathard showed why he was named the starter in January. He's better than Jake Rudock. While the offense put the game away early, it was the defense that impressed me. Linebackers looked faster, tackled better, and the D-line was in the backfield every play. I think Iowa would, will be better than many people think. And let's face it, the Big Ten West is wide open. And the schedule for Iowa, very favorable. Let's get to some live phone calls here. 282-9010. Randy is in Webster City, the Thursday night stop for RVTV. And the home of Boone Myers. Yes, Randy, what do you think? Hey, yeah, you're right. I, uh, this was as much of a must-win for Iowa State as I've ever seen, and that's, that's kind of sad, but, you know, they had to have this. And they absolutely Myers, had to have I, it, I or, or, or the season would have felt him over. grow up in high school here, and he had a tight end and a basketball player. I never thought he'd be 300 pounds of being 200 pounds when he graduated, but he's, he turned out to be a good offensive lineman, so... He I'll is. see you guys next Thursday. And, and Thank you. We'll see you there. Forward. Yeah, he's talking yep. about Boone Myers. Yeah, now he, he got a lot of criticism early on in the preseason because he's replacing Andrew Sheriff and Andrew Donnell. Well, oh, Brand, also, Brandon Sheriff and Andrew Donnell. But he also had Drew Ott running right yeah. over him in scrimmages, and that, that didn't help any. Paul in Des Moines, Cyhawk Showdown coming up Saturday. Hawkeyes favored by five. What do you think? Well, one thing, I think we look at the games at the beginning of the season, I probably would have said Iowa was going to walk over him. 
home field advantage hasn't meant anything. If you look at the fact that two years ago Iowa won it twice, last year Iowa State won at Kinnick. I think what uh, stands out is the strength of the Iowa lines, particularly the defense versus what we've seen from the Iowa State lines. I think Iowa State's got a, a good defense, but they got a more experienced quarterback. But the Iowa State defense is going to have to step it up. We haven't seen a strong defensive tradition in Iowa State. I think if uh, that defense really, you know, they, they beat you and I, but you and I was not as good a team as Illinois State. Illinois State came in ranked second. I had them blown out 31 to nothing until parents called the dogs off. But uh, they completely wore that Illinois State line out. They were backing them three to five yards off the lines. If the Hawkeye line really shows up and penetrates, I think it's going to be Iowa 17 to 14. One question, I, one, do you agree with me on the defenses? Two, Paul Rhodes, does he have to have six wins to secure a season, secure his contract, or is he going to have to go for seven? How frustrated do you think Iowa State fans are? Does he need a winning season before he even gets to the bowl game if he wants to be coached next year? What do you well, think? Uh, you just, does you, he know this is a 30-minute show? Yeah, Man, well, that, was a, that was a monologue. That was great. Uh, there was call. some really good analysis yeah. in there. If Paul Rhodes wins six games, I, I think he will be he, the coach uh, next season. Absolutely, Iowa State had to win that game or the season would have fell over for Cyclone fans. Iowa State did not look good early, but when you've been in a losing culture, you have to learn how to win. And as confidence built, the Cyclones got better. The defense did look better. Iowa just looked, when the game mattered, when the starters were in, Iowa looked like not only a different team, but like they were having fun and that there was uh, just a whole different vibe. I think this game will come down to the, the trenches in the lines. You look at Drew Otten uh, and Meyer off the ends for Iowa. That's going to be huge for Iowa State trying to stop those guys off the ends because Illinois State couldn't stop them. If those guys are in the backfield like they were against Illinois State, it's going to be a long night for Sam Richardson. Matt on sound off. Matt, let us know what you think. Hey, I agree exactly what uh, you guys were just talking about. Um, Lazard. I uh, loved your comment, Keith, about getting the ball to Lazar more, but uh, i got to agree with uh, the guy just saying about trying to contain those uh, ends there for Iowa. Uh, Drew Ott, all of, I think it's Drew Ott, right? Yeah, Drew yeah, Ott, yeah. He, he, he's going to be uh, – I'm just trying to wait which game it's going to be when he starts getting triple teamed out there. So um, just a big push there for Iowa. I'm going to go 17-14 too. Yeah, Brent Bloom, thanks for the call. Brent Bloom had a great stat tonight. Brent did uh, – Iowa has now been favored 15 straight years, but the past 14 years, the teams are seven and seven. So yep. uh, Iowa, uh, by virtue of having the bigger football brand and a much more storied history, tends to be favored in this game. But last year, John, during RVTV, we didn't even ask Cyclone fans what they thought was going to happen because when you've lost to North Dakota State at home by 20 points, you don't expect your team to go into Kinnick Stadium and win. No. But that's what Iowa State did. Just more proof this, this is a rivalry game. We don't really know what's going to happen. I think Iowa looked a little better than Iowa State did, and that's uh, and I, why Iowa's favored. But the game is at Jack Trice Stadium. And I think that's fair to say for – when you say most of the years, I think a lot of times Iowa looks better in that opening game, which is why they're maybe favored. But then, as we've seen, Paul Rhodes and Kirk Ferentz head-to-head is 3-3. Yep. I mean, this is as even as it can get under Rhodes and Ferentz. How could it be seven years between those two already? <laughs> Sound off uh, lookalikes coming at you here tonight. And our judge is Old Spice. He, uh, he's gotten very good about this. It's a tough responsibility. Here we go. Old Spice judges. Rip Van Winkle on Twitter thinks Cyclone fanatics Chris Williams, who will be with us on RVTV this Wait. week, looks like the newest FarmersOnly.com guy. I, I think that Wait. is Chris Williams. 
did they did they get the nameplates wrong? The guy with the FarmersOnly.com logo on the bottom, that's not Chris Williams? That looks more like Chris Williams than, than the, the guy other one on the does. left. That, there's no way the other one is Chris Williams. The guy with the hat on is Chris Williams. Uh, Chris in Bristol thinks voice of the Hawkeyes, Gary Dolphin, <laughs> looks... <laughs> Looks like the younger brother of WNBA coach Lynn Dunn. Chris in Bristol, that seems That's, like a familiar address. Familiar. Uh, Old Spice, what do you think? Wow. Oh, come on. <laughs> the most popular thing in Iowa State is it's, well, it's bugging me. Give me two minutes and I'll tell you all about it. A sweltering game day started at 11 a.m. in Iowa City Saturday and ended at 11 p.m. in Ames. That's a lot of sweat. That's a lot of sweat. And it's what's bugging Andy. Guys, football season is underway, and the new Jack Tri Stadium is open for business. And this weekend, Hawkeye fans get their turn to see what all the hubbub is about. Much of the attention in Ames will be on the new club section in the south end zone. It's a very exclusive club. Now, they don't just grant membership to any old Tom, Dick, or Harry. No, 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 no. Tom, Dick, and Harry have to have, well, money. Yes, don't you just love words like club? Sounds like something really cool. Like, you might have to be cool to get in. But really, you just have to be willing to spend more money than everyone else. Being in this club in Ames does mean that you're suddenly deemed responsible enough to buy beer inside the stadium, but really it only means that you've agreed to spend a ridiculous amount of money on that beer. Now, over in Iowa City, on Saturday, the University of Iowa lowered the price of bottled water at Kinnick Stadium to $2 a bottle. They said they did that with the fans' safety in mind. Safety is another one of those words that often means money. Red light cameras supposed to be about safety. We know better. Iowa might be concerned enough about safety to trim their profit margin, but not to eliminate it. <laughs> Altogether, selling water to dehydrated fans should never be mistaken for charity. Not when fans have already bought expensive tickets to get in and not on a college campus where every other building is outfitted with things called drinking fountains. Both stadiums have VIP parking lots for added convenience. Those sound really noble, but we all know that VIP stands for he who spends more money. And convenience means the thing we got him to spend his money on. You can't help but wonder why we even waste time with these words anymore when the people selling them, the people buying them, and everybody else and their brother knows better. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Andy goes to the game Saturday. He'll have to park at the Kmart. Man. Man. Uh, who's in your five is next? Adrian Peterson would rather not be on this list. Some good smack talk going on on Twitter. At SoundOff13, Kyle tweets, Iowa looked normal again. Did things the Iowa way. Clock killing drives on O with solid D. Happy with what I saw this far. WL writes, I'll just call it right now. Hawks 38, Iowa State 17. You called it. And ISU 17 coming garbage time. Good night. Good night, everybody. Tip your bartenders and waitresses. Chris Williams 
of Cyclone Fanatic throwing down He's some taking over the talk. show. <laughs> I know it's his show. I hope we get some severe weather on RVTV this week. Can't wait to watch Scott Sipker cry like the third grade girl that he is. <laughs> Lance uh, tweets, after three years, Iowa State is now bowl eligible. Hashtag go Hawks. Man. Ryan says Iowa scored every time they were in the red zone and only put up 31. State played like state and still put up 31. State by a mile. The Iowa Rally Yak says, does Ricky Stanzi still have as many career bowl wins as Iowa State? Just checking. Wow. Uh, who's in your five? Five running backs who ran into trouble. Number five, Adrian Peterson used a switched switch to whip his small child. Number four, Ray Rice punched his fiance in the head, knocked her out. Dave Meggett, remember him? Meggett is currently serving a 30-year prison sentence for the rape and robbery of a woman. Number two, former Husker Lawrence Phillips, charged with murdering his cellmate this week. And number one, O.J. Simpson, inexplicably acquitted of double murder. The juice is serving time for armed robbery and kidnapping. Man, talk about a depressing list. It just like put a downer on the show. Jeez, like, that man, I just want to go eat some eggs now or something. I know. Well, you, know? you have some there. Yeah, that that might have been a, a mistake. Oh, man, gosh, what yeah, what was the producer thinking? Uh, Marcy and Ellsworth, Marcy, what do you what did you think of the Hawkeyes Hawkeyes this weekend? I thought they were really really impressive. The offense was good. The defense was good. They played together as a team. You know, they were they were aggressive. The quarterback seemed to know what he was doing. So I look, I look for a Hawkeye victory next Saturday. In fact, I'm going to predict 34 to 10. Marcy, we have you on the record. Call us back Thank anytime. You. Enjoyed the call. David in Ames. David, what do you think? Um, I think the only way that uh, Paul Rose gets fired is if the attendance decreases because I believe it's all about the money. And if we keep filling the stands, I think he'll stick around. Um, on a side note, I do believe Iowa State beats Iowa next week. That uh, was game, a 21-17. Uh, 21-17. Okay, thank you for the uh, prediction. That was a rocking crowd last night. Mm -hmm. I, w I was there. It looked good uh, on TV, place too. place was yeah. packed, sold out, 61,500. A lot of concerns early. People are like, uh-oh, I've seen At this At the end movie. of the first quarter? Oh, what yeah. Were, I mean, fans around you are probably thinking, what is deja going on? vu. Yeah. But yeah. they turned it around. They did. They got it going. Ed in Des Moines. Uh, Ed? Are you thinking yeah. about the Cyhawk game? The, no, the best game was BYU beating Nebraska. That was incredible. That guy had been out for two years doing missionary work. He comes back. He's in camp for three months, and then he beats Nebraska with that uh, Hail Mary. That was incredible. It was incredible. The guy came – the guy came – out of a of another country, right? Yeah. Doing missionary work. He's probably like forty two years old. Exactly. Drops back. Here it is. Look at this. I mean, this is just they're they're down one. All right. No yeah. pass rush. Good luck, boys. Hardly ever what? works. What? Hey, hey, what about this new Hale uh, uh, touchdown Jesus at Notre Dame? Are they putting up this new mosaic? Touchdown, Jesus. I don't know. Now, it looks like they got to go get this quarterback from BYU and think yeah, about putting they might need a statue of him the, up, yeah. come off the mission, throw a pass like that. All right, Ooh. next, next, more Nebraska. This time it's not about the Hail Mary. Face-off is next, and more of your live phone calls. We'll wrap it up, 282-9010 on a late. Uh-oh, it's Monday, John. What? RVTV Already? starts today. It's here.
Time to bounce around some more topics. We call it Face Off. Keith, the Big yes. Ten had a bad opening weekend in college football. Seven and six record. Cause for concern? Not much. Uh, last year after a bad weekend, I said the Big Ten would miss the playoffs. Not only did Ohio State get in, the Buckeyes, as you know, won it all. Ohio State will provide Lysol for any Big Ten stink this season. And they play tomorrow night against Virginia Tech. Right. Maryland defensive back William Likely set a new Big Ten record on Saturday with 233 punt return yards in one game. Likely broke the 75-year-old record previously held by Niall Kinnick. All records are meant to be broken, but I hate seeing a legend like Kinnick get taken off the top of a record. You? Yeah, I do. When Kevante Martin Manley came close, Kurt Ferentz said it's better Martin Manley didn't pass Kinnick. But Maryland? You can't stop that. I can't even believe Maryland is in the Big Ten. Are we sure Maryland is in the Big Ten? Maryland shouldn't be Their in the Big Ten. Their mascot is a turtle. Yeah, come on. New University of Iowa President Bruce Harold was not the popular choice. No. Harold was previously the CEO at IBM. Good choice? No idea. Faculty did not want him. Nope. Students did not want him. Nope. Board of Regents did not care. Nope. Way out of the box <laughs> hire. Will really work or really fail? It was a rough week for Nebraska. Not only did they lose on a Hail Mary to BYU. We just saw it. But Nebraska's PA announcer was fired a few days before the season opener for a Facebook posting. Not a good week for the Huskers. No, Nebraska administrators had thin skin about the Facebook posting, but uh, sorry about spitting on the lens there. But it is, and it's Monday, it's late. <laughs> I still have egg in my teeth, so no worries. Yeah, it's all right. And just need to be hosed off. Uh, but it is another reminder, John, be careful what you post. Uh, you may want to think those, you know, rethink those dancing cats you, you post. For I'm already morning. thinking about it, yeah. yeah and and sure. talk about awkward. Yes. Did you see the formation of Kansas State's band on Saturday during their halftime show? Let's just say it looked like a Jayhawk eating a twig and berries, except it wasn't a twig and berries. The most audacious band formation since the Red Hot Chili Peppers took the stage in nothing but tube socks. <laughs> I'm fascinated if K-State thought no one would notice this. It's as subtle as Trump. I mean, it was not hard to figure out at all. Oh, the pictures are amazing. Uh, you can email the Sound Off Show at whotv.com. Faux congratulations to Iowa and ISU on their wins over FCS 1AA schools. Congratulations to Minnesota, Nebraska, and Wisconsin on scheduling challenging opponents in their season openers. Football fan Ken Johnston. Football fan Ken in Johnston. Yeah. Football fan Ken. I sat in the new south end zone of Jack Trice Stadium. It is fantastic. Utilize the marching band more rather than blaring stuff. All in all, the Jack is great and only getting better. That's from Scooter in Windsor Heights. Sound off survey results at whotv.com and Facebook Sound Off Nation. Which team impressed you more Saturday? 53% say the Cyclones were more impressive Saturday. Wow, okay, let's take a call from Becky in Bondurant. Hi, Becky, what do you think? Hey, I think the Cyclones are going to win because I don't think they showed what their offense is. I think they were saving it for next week. And I think the defense is kind of hindered because they had no clue what quarterback was going to be starting. So I think they're pretty good, and I think they're going to win 27-17. All right, Becky, I'm with you, John, on, on you and I. Uh, Bailey can run, and he yep. gave the Cyclones fits early, but he is not accurate at no. all. Sawyer Cole Morgan 
led you and I to a win at Jack Tri Stadium two years ago. What took Mark Farley so long to make that change? I would have liked to have seen, seen him make the move in the second quarter. Once, you, once Iowa State started putting eight guys in the box, I mean, you and I is not going to run the ball. There's no threat on offense. Iowa State was just uh, better, though. They yeah, would have won with yeah. Cole Morgan at quarterback, too, just to be clear. Cheezer, you'll get the final word because it's Cyhawk Week. Oh, boy. Hey, guys, are you going to the game this weekend? Yes. We're hey, driving an RV to the game. I'm, I'm going to sit with uh, T.J. Hutzenberg in the game. I think he's going to pick me up some chicks, I think, because I deserve that, right? You deserve to sit next to some hot chicks, Cheezer. Yeah, I, I think I'm anybody a, would agree. Yeah. Because I'm a good person. You are a good person. You are. And we appreciate that. All right. Uh, finally here, John, what do we have? We're done, right? We can, we just We're going? rolling RVTV all week. But back in studio after Giants-Cowboys next Sunday – and uh, we leave you with something we thought we'd never see. It's kind of, well, that's a hint. It's, it's Kirk Ferentz and a nest. <laughs> Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.